Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hi again, and welcome back. Thanks so much for being here. It means a lot to have you join me. As I was thinking about what to share next on this podcast, I was considering some different topics I could read up on or some skincare tips I could share, but the thought kept coming back to me to keep it personal, to share what I know for myself. So I decided today to share with you what it's like to live with rosacea because it's something I know personally and I thought maybe it would help you feel less alone if you have rosacea or if you're dealing with your own sensitive skin issues that you might feel less alone and connect with someone who kind of gets it in my own way. I shared in the first podcast episode a little about my skincare journey and I'll go into it a bit more in detail here. I've always had sensitive skin. I have fair skin that burns easily, and my skin has always been allergic to metals. Like in middle school, I remember getting a rash on my stomach from the back of the metal button closure that held my jeans together. And back when I was about 12 years old, um, I I got my ears pierced and my earlobes went into total rebellion. I even cleaned the studs like I was supposed to, you know, with the cotton balls and the rubbing alcohol. But my ears got, the ear holes got so infected that at one point my poor little earlobes were so hard and scabbed all over. Yeah, it was gross and painful and awful. So over time... We tried earrings made of all of the purest metals, but finally we concluded that I just could not wear metal earrings in my ears. So the end, that was the end to that. So I was no stranger to skin sensitivities. So fast forward a couple of decades beyond that, and I mentioned in my first podcast that I was diagnosed with mild to moderate rosacea about 11 years ago. And that was at the time my husband and I were going through in vitro fertilization in hopes of having a baby. So you can imagine what a really stressful and emotional time that already was. And then on top of the stress and hormone shots and doctor's appointments and all of that, my face started acting up in a way that had never happened before. It was so strange. My face would get hot. And sometimes it would get hot on just one side of my face. And then before long, it would just start to feel itchy. And I knew that itchy welts and bumps were just going to start appearing on my face at any minute. And the itching, if you know rosacea, the itching just feels so bad. You just want to tear your face off sometimes. And I admit that I shouldn't have, but I would give in sometimes and I would scratch it just a little bit. And of course, then the irritation would spread and it would make it worse. 
And I remember once sitting in church and I could feel my face getting hot on one side. And pretty soon I started feeling that awful, familiar, like tickling, itching sensation under my skin. And I just wanted to cry. So I secretly reached down in my purse to try to grab this little pocket mirror that I seriously carried everywhere now and tried to angle it so that nobody could see that I'm looking at myself. Hello, embarrassing. But secretly, I was trying to get a glimpse of my face, just praying that I wasn't going to see what I thought was already going to be there, a red welt forming on my face, where that itchy spot had started. Because that was the that was the cycle for me, my skin would get hot, it would start to get itchy, and then red welts would form, and then I knew I was doomed. In my awkward angle, I could see my worst fears becoming a reality. There it was, big old red welt in the middle of church. And I tried to just quietly kind of slide out and get to the bathroom mirror as quick as I could. And I remember standing there looking in the mirror, and all I could see was this big, red, welty spot that was like spreading across my fair skin. And not only that, but my face felt so hot on that side that I swear it started looking purple. And I kept feeling my hand against my face. Is it really hot or am I just making this up? Does it really look purple? Can I cover it up with concealer? Will people be able to tell? Is someone going to come in the bathroom while I'm having a moment? Uh, it was so awful. And honestly, sometimes I would leave church early because I was embarrassed. And I just knew in my head that everyone could tell my face was awkwardly red on one side or that the giant welt on my cheek that I had caked extra cover up on was as blaringly obvious as I thought it was. I tried everything that I could think of. I tried to drink more water. I took ibuprofen. I wondered if it was food allergies. But because of all of this distress, I became hyper aware of my skin. So I would carry that small mirror in my purse and an extra one in my jacket pocket. I carried extra makeup cover-up and a makeup sponge just in case. If my hair brushed against my cheek and tickled it, I would immediately need to look in the mirror to see if another red welt was forming. Um, you know, if a room was too warm and my face started flushing, I would feel hyper that my face was going to start to itch and break out. It made me afraid of going to, you know, events with people for fear that my face would act up and I wouldn't be able to hide it or fix it and I would be humiliated. You know, I just became hyper aware and hyper fixated on my skin, which led to feeling insecure and feeling that people were judging me. And really, it's just such a vicious cycle. And then at night, I would try to scrub my face to get it clean, thinking, you know, that if I scrubbed harder, that it would quote, unquote, get off the bacteria or whatever was happening to my face. So, you know, looking back, it was just, it was really hard. 
so at this point, you can imagine that I was pretty desperate to figure out what was going on with my skin. And so as I tried to find a dermatologist, because I'd never been to one, and at the time I was in my early 30s, but of course, I also turned to Dr. Google, mm -hmm, who, yeah, who doesn't, right? And so after typing in my symptoms, it became pretty obvious that I had rosacea, but I wanted to make sure to get into the dermatologist. So by the time I got in to see him, I wasn't surprised to hear that I, that I did have mild to moderate rosacea. And he prescribed me Metrogel to clear up my skin, which um, if you don't know what that is, it's like a low-dose antibiotic um, topical gel. And this was awesome because it totally worked for me and it was able to take the itch away and the redness and the itchy bumps and stuff. It cleared it up. Mm, I don't remember how long it took didn't seem to take that long though for me to tell that my skin was calming down so that was great but as I mentioned in the first episode whoo it was a kick in the shorts because even with our insurance just that one tube of medicine cost $85 which at the time was a huge unexpected expense with all of the other in vitro expenses but anyway now I had a diagnosis and I had a topical medication, but, you know, he hadn't told me how to take care of my skin, really, once I walked out of his office. So I knew that my routine had to change and the products that I used had to change, but I was pretty much left on my own to figure that out. But sometimes, as they say, the best ideas come out of necessity and hardship, and that's exactly what happened to me because little did I know that I was in the beginning steps of creating the first fair face washcloths with soft fabrics to ease my own skin's irritation and finally calm my skin down and have something gentle enough that I could wash my face with that didn't just keep re-irritating my skin. Now I think the first cleanser that I found over the counter was Ro like it was uh, the rosacea, I think it was Eucerin Redness Relief, the one that has like the gel that um has like licorice extract in it. It's a, a really cool gel that cools your face. And anyway, I really loved it at the time. And I'm not sure which brand of moisturizer I started using, but I'm guessing it may have also been Eucerin because I also used... Um, and still use Eucerin's daily SPF 30 on my face. Today, my skin is doing amazingly well, and it's clear the majority of the time, unless I drink pop, which pop for me is a total rosacea trigger, and I can count on having an itchy flare just really soon after drinking it. And, you know, sometimes I can't help myself that Henry Weinhardt's root beer or cream soda, those are my favorite. So sometimes I have a hard time turning that down, but really I try not to drink pop very often um, for that reason. I also find that if I take a nap with my makeup on, 
after I wake up, my skin will start getting itchy and throw a bit of a fit. But for the most part, if I stick to my skincare routine, I have found that I really don't have any problems with my skin. My rosacea does not flare. And it feels really good to have that consistency and reliability. I keep my skincare routine pretty simple. You might know that I love Vanacream products. Uh, these were first recommended from a dermatologist that I started seeing several years ago. I use Vanacream's Gentle Cleanser to wash my face along with um, one of the soft Fairface washcloths. And I moisturize with Vanacream's Light Lotion. And I do still use the Metro Gel, the generic version of that. And my go-to sunscreen is Eucerin's Daily SPF 30 that I wear on my face every day. And there's also a few other products that I like to use kind of more on an as-needed basis, but I really like the Sarna Sensitive Lotion. You have to make sure to get the sensitive um, version of that lotion or the other, like the regular Sarna Lotion, smells pretty medicated. But the Sarna Sensitive Lotion is a nice light lotion that is cooling on my skin and it's good for itchy skin. I also, on occasion, use Neutrogena's 2% Acne Spot Treatment and Paula's Choice BHA 9 for unwanted bumps um, and Neutrogena's Eye Makeup Remover is one that I use every night just to take my mascara and eyeliner off my eyes. Now, even though my skincare routine is pretty simple, I still consider myself having high-maintenance skin. I am not the girl who can just roll out of bed and throw on a baseball hat and head out for breakfast. Um, you know, and when my family gets together in the summer, we love to go to small-town garage sales, and my 25-year-old niece can just roll out of bed, pop on a cowgirl hat, and be on her way looking gorgeous. She is the epitome of hashtag I woke up like this and she looks amazing. My version of hashtag I woke up like this would have a wide eyed emoji next to it that said, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I don't look anywhere as good as she does. Not even close. And, you know, sometimes it does feel heavy that I have to pay so much attention to my skin and I can't just roll out of bed and look the way I want to look and not worry about having to wash my face or put on my topical meds or get, it, get my moisturizer on and my sunscreen on and my makeup on before I feel like I can go out and face people comfortably. But the truth is, I, I do have to take extra time to get ready. And the facial redness and small broken capillaries on my cheeks from the rosacea do make me feel self-conscious and so I really don't feel comfortable going out without makeup on. You know, another thing is that I have to be aware of my the conditions that I'll be in. Will it be hot? Will it be cold? Will I have access to water or shade or covered areas? Will there be trigger food served wherever I'm going? 
Um, you know, what is my emotional state? Because getting flushed can cause flares for me. I have to be prepared. You know, I have to consider how much time that I'll need to get ready in the morning or at night. Um, and then determine, you know, how early do I have to get up? Um, how do I need to dress? Do I need to dress in layers so I don't overheat or get flushed? Or do I need a scarf or a hat, extra sunscreen, extra water? Um, and I have to plan for extra necessities sometimes. Like, you know, yes, when we travel, I do bring my a set of my special fair face washcloths for my face. I bring extra drying cloths and I bring extra pillowcases. And I just have to say, I really love Fisher's Finery silk pillowcases. Those are some of my favorites. But it can feel a little much at times, but it all comes down to the way that we look at it. You know, I just think attitude has everything to do with this. And I'm really lucky that I have found the products and the skincare routines that have helped my skin and have kept it calm and clear. So if it takes this kind of special care and time and attention, then I just think it's worth it. Well, that's all for this episode. I hope that my honesty about my struggles with rosacea have helped you. Um, kind of the journey that I had from going from really the worst of times to finding a successful way to manage and live with my rosacea without problems. If you have any questions about anything that I've talked about or any of the products that I've used, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm pretty much an open book, so I'm happy to answer any questions that you have. Thanks again so much for being here. you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.